Hey guys, welcome back. Um, I'm so sorry that I haven't been uploading or podcasting or whatever you want to call it. Um, I've just been like super busy, also really sick, um, and I've been putting a lot of my energy into my tarot and oracle cards actually. So yeah, I just haven't had the time to come on here and really talk to myself in a while. So I apologize, but I'm back. Um, today I'm going to talk about breaking the fantasy with a client and what to do about it. Okay, so it happens, um, breaking the fantasy with a client, trust me, I've done it a bunch of times, but you gotta think of yourself as your own PR representative, so if you say or do anything to reveal your true feelings or intentions with a client, it's all about putting the right spin on it. So one time I showed up to work crying because I was just done with life and my job and I hated this client. Like, I hated him. Like, disgusting. Um, I couldn't hold back my tears and it was like the real me in front of him, like, ugly crying. So when he asked me what was wrong, I actually, I don't even know how I thought of this, but it came, came fast. Um... I basically said, like, oh my god, I'm so upset because I was going to surprise you with a new toy that I bought and I couldn't find my toy and I've been trying to, you know, prepare for this and I've been so excited and I've just been looking all over and I I can't find it and I'm just so upset and I feel like I've let you down and I just wanted to make you happy the way you make me happy and guess what? He told me to come to him he wiped my tears away and he gave me extra money so an a for effort type of thing um we had a few drinks to loosen me up and then i was ready to do the job uh, he had no clue that i was crying because i found him revolting um you do have to think super quickly though now if you haven't broke the fantasy with a client yet here's how you can prevent it So if he wanted the real you, he wouldn't be paying for it. If you break the fantasy without fixing it, you're pretty much ensuring that you won't be getting his business again. So if you show signs of disconnect, he can and will notice. So don't roll your eyes, sigh, pout, or show any signs of frustration or that you might be losing interest. Like, his money is just as good as the next guy's money and that's all you should be thinking about anyway. Uh, you can do anything for an hour, so if you want to fake your happiness, just think about how happy you'll be when it's over. And that will bring a real smile to your face, trust me. Now, if you have broke it, just like I said, I have done plenty of times, um, then here's how you can fix it. So, if he caught you rolling your eyes, say you were fixing your mascara... If he caught you sighing, say that you're sad the appointment will end soon, and maybe he'll try and cheer you up by buying another hour. If you straight up say anything rude or like, yeah, anything rude to him, apologize immediately. So say it's not him and you're having a rough day, tell him you're looking forward to this appointment so much and you don't want to mess it up. Beg for his forgiveness, even if you meant what you said, and just push forward with the appointment. He doesn't want to be offended, so he's not going to be confrontational. Um, even though he has the money, you have the vagina. (laughs) So that means you have the power during the appointment. 
so if you tend to reveal too much about yourself or always seem to say something you shouldn't have get yourself in the habit of giving short answers um i used to talk way too much and i learned that i should end every statement i say one sentence early (laughs) it worked and to this day i only speak enough to get my messages across so it is better to listen more than it is to speak when you're with your client anyway um it is his session and you always want to remember sorry remember as many details about him as possible for two reasons one to make his experience as wonderful as possible it creates intimacy between you and the client and you kind of become like a real person in his eyes instead of just a pay-as-you-go transaction um number two is if he ever fucks you over you'll know as much about him as possible even if you can only remember where he said his favorite coffee shop is, you can track him easier than if you didn't know that at all. So always be scheming. With my clients, I made sure I knew how to keep my foot in the door or burn down the whole building with them. Um, it kept me in control regardless of what they thought. But um, getting back on track, if you really made a mistake... You can erase his mind with an incredible blowjob. Um, it works every time. Just stop him in the middle of whatever accusation he's making about you and get on your knees, girl. He'll either forget or stop caring about it if that doesn't work. Then just start crying. It works like a charm. He will feel guilty and start trying to make you feel better. Men have no idea what to do with a crying woman. So while you're crying, you'll have thought yourself enough time to make your next move or think of your next lie. So hopefully by now you've made a big enough scene that if that, yeah, he feels responsible for. And this will make the original offense seem like nothing. Um, He will have wished he never challenged you in the first place. Also in this podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, date rape drugs uh, because it is like a common thing in um, this industry, believe it or not. (laughs) Um, So part one, I'm going to talk about administering because there's bitches out there that do do that. And, you know, to each their own, some escorts do drug their clients Um, I did it, but I made them do it themselves, like using coke to make their dick stop working or alcohol to make them take me shopping. I've never roofied, like, whatever, GHB, whatever it's called, a client. So if you're going to do this, stop, think about it first. Are you going to take his wallet and his watch? Okay, how much is that going to be worth? A few thousand total? Reselling jewelry is risky because expensive watches have serial numbers. Um, A serial number will be checked to ID who it's registered to. And high-end watches also have poor resale value. If you're trying to sell a 10k Rolex, be prepared to walk away with maybe 2k from a jeweler for it. You'll also ruin your reputation and never get that repeat business if you do do this to a client. He will remember something when he wakes up and probably that you were the last person he saw. He can put two and two to, together to figure out what happened. Okay, so obviously the way to prevent it is pretty self-explanatory. So if you've roofied him already, um, okay, well, you're in this now. So you can do two things. 
you can take a shit, run, um, then block his number and any other way he can contact you. So social media, email, change your hotel, etc. Um, I don't recommend this for the reasons I stated above. Um, if this is your side hustle to the regular hustle, I only recommend doing this scam in Las Vegas. It's very easy to disappear in that city since it's oversaturated with escorts. Um, just take down your ad, lay low for a while, and resurface with a new stage name and maybe a new hairstyle. If he remembers any identifying tattoos that you have, you can cover them up in your new photos. And it may seem like a lot of work, but you don't want to get caught. Or you could wait for him to wake up and look all caring and be like, oh my god, are you okay? I saw you started to fade and I got so scared I wanted to call a doctor, but I didn't want us to get in trouble. He will have no idea that you drugged him and you can still get paid without having to have sex that day or losing his business. Yes, you tell him you guys already had sex and that he started to fade out like right afterwards. Rufies usually race about a four-hour window out of your mind, so he'll be so disoriented that he'll believe you. So, part two, I'm going to talk a bit more about receiving. So, now on the other side of the coin, a client can drug you. Yes, this has happened to me. Um, ways that you can prevent it are... Like, I mean, it's okay to party with your clients and drink, but pour your own drinks 100% of the time. Don't even let him open a bottle of beer for you. Don't sip or keep your drink within an arm's reach of him. Um, try to try to drink of, of glasses that are not wide like a martini glass. That just gives him a larger area to get the drugs into. A long neck bottle of beer is best followed by a champagne flute to drink out of it um you can easily keep these open opening covered by your hand so like do you guys know what i'm trying to say like you can always have your hand over the the opening um always bring your drink with you when you go to the bathroom never leave it alone for one second not if not yeah like not even if you're getting up to check for room service or whatever all he needs is one second to put drugs into your drink um the usually come in pill form or liquid if you think you've been drugged take a test strip from the complete um escort kit which you can get on um a website that I can refer you to just message me about it I don't know if I can really say it on here but um it's privately owned but um and follow its instructions and it will test for the the two main roofie drugs in your drink so just do this discreetly in the bathroom Okay, so here's how to fix it. If you feel faded and you've only had a drink or two, then there's an extremely high chance you've been drugged. When this happened to me, I had minutes to get out of there before I was trapped and unconscious in this man's, like, house. Um, I was alone, so I ran to the bathroom with my phone and um, I called my driver. I told him to that I think I've been drugged 
and to call me in two minutes and he called me in two two minutes and I began to cry and he pretended to tell me that um, a family member was in a horrific motorcycle accident and I had this conversation right in front of my client and he felt bad and uh, let me go. So I barely crawled out of this place running on adrenaline. Um, I was in Toronto and luckily there's hotels everywhere. So um, I took a taxi until I got to the nearest hotel and um, I checked into a hotel and I slept there for the night to be honest. I didn't really know where else I was so it was a pretty fucked up situation and yeah I just it it sucks but um basically if you feel like something is wrong get out of there by all means possible because it could save you from rape robbery or even your death so that's another reason why i stayed at the hotel was because um there's security there and it was a pretty nice hotel so um the elevators you can't access unless you know you're registered to that floor so you know just get out of there as soon as possible